0: Welcome to TextaNation. We're speaking with Ellie Hollander, President and CEO of Meals on Wheels America, and Dr. Andrew Renda, Humana's Associate Vice President of Bold Global. Thank you for joining us. Our pleasure. Our topic is far from alone, and we'll turn first to you, Andrew, I think, uh, the effects of the pandemic as so many of us know, include much more than the symptoms of the illness. There's the isolation and loneliness affecting probably just as many or maybe far more people.
1: Absolutely. Well, loneliness and social isolation are two social determinants of health that can have negative health impacts on people of all ages. Um, And in fact, it can be as dangerous as smoking um, and obesity. Um, So a couple of quick stats. If you're lonely, you're two to five times more likely to die prematurely. You're 50% more likely to have an ER visit, and you have twice the risk of Alzheimer's and dementia. Um, And and the reality is that one in five Americans before the pandemic was lonely, and now that we have this quarantining and social distancing, it's now one in three across all ages. Um, And so it's just really important to know that we all can feel lonely. It has profound impacts on our health. And, you know, we need to raise our hand, reach out, normalize it, and find ways to connect um, with folks around us.
0: And often technology is, is playing a, a big role in helping us to connect, as, as we're doing right here.
1: Absolutely. We've, we've got to do these things virtually when we can, uh, when we can't get together in person.
0: Ellie, at Meals on Wheels, you're do, you've you done so much for so many years in, in helping people who are isolated and, and lonely beyond even just delivering meals. Um, How do you cope during the pandemic?
2: Well, it's been an extraordinary time with Meals on Wheels programs stepping up to meet the surge in need. We're serving 47% more seniors who were rendered homebound because of the pandemic than we were before. So we've had to adapt our our model. We've basically turned senior centers into drive-through, grab-and-go meal sites and shifted our home delivery model so that we're not entering the home, but we are going up to the the home, but verbally and visually um, confirming that the person on the other side of that door, our dear senior, is doing okay. And we're augmenting that with telephone calls and written cards just to make sure that our seniors know that we care about their well-being and someone's checking in on them. Because frankly, for so many Meals on Wheels recipients, the person who delivers the meal and who checks in on them may be the only person they see, the only social interaction in a given week. And this was happening before COVID. So I think the takeaway is that um, as important right now is the meal for many seniors, the social interaction, the companionship is equally important.
0: With so much more need, how do you how do you cope with the, the, the need for funding and uh and the need for volunteers through all this. It's difficult for a lot of people who might be afraid of the, of the virus to say, I want to do this.
2: Right. Well, you know, Meals on Wheels historically has been so dependent on volunteers. We probably have about 2.5 million volunteers on a, on a good day, on a good year. But many of those volunteers have had to step back for their own health just to be safe and follow CDC guidelines, which they should. So programs have been challenged. They've had to hire more uh, paid drivers. The cost of equipment, PPE, and even the cost of food has gone up. But fortunately, in many communities, people have stepped up. This is humanity at its best, people helping people. And thank heavens that Congress has passed a couple of relief bills. This provided some additional emergency funding for senior nutrition programs. But honestly, it's not enough. We need to be doing more.
0: And Andrew, the work that you're doing at Humana, tell us uh, how this is related and and what you're doing to help people who are lonely and isolated?
1: Sure. Well, Humana's got a long history of addressing social determinants of health. It's what we call our whole-person health strategy that takes into account physical health, mental health, and social health. Um, a couple of examples, we have neighborhood centers that have exercise classes and health classes and cooking classes. We've had to go virtual during the pandemic, of course. And we have partnerships with organizations like PAPA and, of course, Meals on Wheels. Um, but Coronavirus, the pandemic has exacerbated loneliness really across the country. And so what we wanted to do is is to launch this public health awareness campaign that we're calling Far From Alone. And the goal is to um, educate on the health impacts of loneliness, um, to reduce the stigma of loneliness and to connect people to resources that can help them uh, connect, um, particularly virtually during this pandemic.
0: And what are some of the resources that you're connecting people to?
1: Well, sure, there's, there's a lot of different resources um it's on the website there's something called a friendship line uh that was created by the institute on aging so anyone can call that and it's just a friendly conversation um second to that there's a lot of resources tools tips tricks um, that are on that website that you can go do and you can actually get involved in our social media campaign there's a hashtag far from alone where you can offer your own tips and tricks and you can benefit from those that other people put out
0: and is there a website as well people can go to
1: Absolutely. It's farfromalone.com.
0: And Ellie, uh, finally, tell us what your thoughts are about things that people can do, whether we're the ones suffering from loneliness and isolation or just want to help.
2: Well, the most important thing is to do what you can to let someone know if you do feel lonely, reach out because you're not alone. And Andrew just pointed to this amazing website, farfromalone.com that has amazing resources, but just, Make sure that you're staying mentally and physically active. Check in on someone, a neighbor, someone with whom you've lost touch. Obviously, you're staying in touch, hopefully, with your loved ones and your and your friends. But something as simple as uh, you know going for a walk, walking up and down your steps if you're at home. Just be careful of a fall. And you know have a, ver- a standing virtual dinner date with with a friend or a loved one where you're all calling in at the same time and having dinner together or watching a favored TV show at the same time, or even hosting a book club. Um, just don't think that you're alone because most of us, all of us, have experienced now isolation, something that seniors deal with all the time. And we wanna make sure that, uh, particularly during the winter, the days are short. If you're in the cold winter like I am, uh, it, it, it makes it very difficult to continue to have those connections. So reach out and look for help on the resource uh, farfromalone.com.
0: Terrific. And, uh, you know, we, we all know that uh, people who may have been reluctant to connect using technology before video conferencing and, and all of that certainly it's, it's played a key role. And really, all of us are, are in need of it today. The website, once again, is farfromalone.com. Ellie and Andrew, thank you so much for taking the time with us.
1: Our pleasure. Thank you so much for having us. It's a really important issue. So we appreciate the opportunity.